it's a beautiful sport. I give third world countries, you know, you, you, you can't afford anything else, but a little ball and uh, you play on, you know, sand floors or whatever, dirt, whatever it is. Um, yeah, I guess it's good. But you love basketball where they take a little ball and basically do the same thing, but they put it in a smaller hole. Yeah, because it takes more skill. You, you just said what? it. You just said it. You th- Thank you, Sam. You put it in a smaller hole. That's right. Yeah, but it's and the you same do it thing. over and over. There's physicality. You can hit people. You can knock people down. You can defend or rebound. When you get hit, you don't lie down. You don't cry for three days. purposes only. You'd be an idiot to listen to anything these degenerates say. Invest at your own risk, do research, but seriously don't listen to these ass clowns. Now enjoy Cash Daddies. Welcome to Cash Daddies. We're banking fatties and USA! 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 Johnny wearing the colors. Uh, joining me as always is Jay Nice, Johnny Winter. He loves America. Love it. Unlike some people on the show, I yeah, badly wanted us to win. Iran was plus. Iran was plus fourteen hundred after we were up one nothing. I just like their chances. I like the Iranians. I like the playmaking. I like the fact that you know if we lose, we go back to the states. It's all about eating pie, munching pie, drinking booze, having a good time. Yo, these guys are going home tonight. Yeah. And they're gonna they're gonna get stoned tomorrow. Oh yeah, gonna, dude, it is not good. I feel gonna, that goal was like that's gonna happen. I don't think Iran's that bad. Iran is a modern country. Give it yeah, a break. You fuck. But they're gonna get stoned. I feel bad. They're gonna get what stoned. The US has done to Iran is disgusting. And I feel for them. So, you know, there is that part of that, like you're like, God damn, that sucks. But yeah, I won't sucks for them. Yeah. Bye-bye. See you. Bye. Hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back no more. And we can beat the Netherlands. We're going to play the Netherlands next, Holland. We can beat them. They're not good. I think we can beat them. I mean, dude, England's really good, right? And we played them pretty hard. England's, yeah. I mean, England's better than Holland, for sure. Better than the Netherlands, yeah. I'm betting the Netherlands. I'm taking them. Dude, now you're going to see the world what happens when quality black athletes start playing fucking soccer. Now you're going to learn. I wouldn't say the quality athletes. You've never seen Twitch Fiber like our Twitch Fiber. Wait to find out, dog. Wait to find out. I wouldn't say athletes. Find out. They're soccer players. They kick, they kick, they run. I don't know. I don't understand it. I just saw a guy go down and he screamed for five minutes. And then he got up like a zombie and just walked around like there was nothing wrong. Listen. Oh, yeah, because because guys, come on, dude. Guys taking charges in in basketball. You don't see guys like, oh. Just fall yeah, down. Dude, come on. Yeah, they come get on, up. Dude. They get up five seconds later. They don't lie on the ground for five minutes. If you lie down on the ground for five minutes and you get back up and your leg is not snapped in half and the people can't see bone, listen, they're running you put your stop. They just do that to take a breath too. They're like, oh. Like quarterbacks in the NFL, dude. I mean, like quarterbacks fall Tom down like they exploded. Wait, Johnny, what are you, Johnny? What are you talking about? Quarterback hasn't been. Tom Brady's like five oh. years. You hit my pussy. I'm yeah, a quarterback my hasn't been hit. got stumped. A quarterback hasn't been hit in the NFL in like five years. They get they, they haven't gotten touched. They got rid of those rules. 
Um, we got, justification. We, some well, I'm happy uh, that we moved on. It was a like I feel, dude, that like U.S. soccer would have taken such a giant hit if they did advance this time. At least time. advance, especially you know, after so, not qualifying last time. Yeah, so this is big. Uh, I do think soccer has a huge, huge, or football has a huge, huge, um, huge future in the United States. I think I think there's you're gonna see a lot of people get into that, and uh, mostly How the much guys of that is due to the head stuff with football. Sam, do you think? Uh, I think I think uh, football. I everybody keeps telling me football's take is declining, and all I see is ratings going up. And when there's ratings. There's money and snatch. Whenever there's money and snatch, poor people will play it. So your point. That's a good point. You know, that's all I gotta say about that. I, what you're gonna find are the people who maybe don't like getting hit as much and can't shoot a basketball will go into soccer, and then you'll have like Allen Iversons and no, Lamar that's never Odo. gonna happen. Lamar- that would have happened 40 years ago. It's never gonna happen. You wanna know why? Because nobody wants to see a game for two hours and the score is zero to zero. Yeah, it's, but dude, dude, how some of the best MLS games I've ever seen. Around? What is MLS? How old is that? Like twenty. MLS years? been around since the late nineties. Yeah. So yeah, the, like, dude, maybe mid nineties. Actually, more tickets than any collectors. Ninety six. No, dude, they 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 do better numbers in the stadiums than NBA does. No, they don't. Yes, yeah, they, they do. do. They don't. Yes, no, they, they do. Don't. Yes, they no do. No way. Yes. No way. Yes. Yeah. No, they don't, man. You show a game in like Oregon or wherever. There's They're like all sold out, there. bro. These teams all sell out. MLS man. is man, the third. Team, MLS is the third most attended sports league in the United States. What? What's what's number one? Oh, and it, it now averages higher attendances than NHL and NBA, respectively. I don't believe it. Respectfully. Respectfully. Respectfully, Holloway. Respectfully. I don't believe it. Okay. I mean, you don't have to believe you anything for it to be right true. Now? What are you going to your Coleco right now trying to fill this stuff up? I mean, MLS, I'm looking at average yeah. attendance, Seattle. Well, yeah, I mean, they're bigger <laughs> stadiums, so you can't compare them to the NBA. He just that saw, he just saw, he just saw the Seattle average. Anyways, like keep moving on. He just looked Let's up Seattle as big and he was like, oh, my God, they uh, average like 50,000. It's not as big as baseball. Listen, he doesn't know sports, what? but this guy knows finances, and if you want to learn how to invest – in these crazy times, go to patreon.com slash cash daddies. Now, if you're looking for uh, an exchange to invest on, where should they go, Howie? Go to, if they want to go to trade Aries, man. Trade Aries, man. You can trade anything. You can trade your kids on there if they're being real. Hey, let's not go into ass. that. We as a show, we are against selling of yeah, children. Big time. You can sell I, your own kids. Get the no, fuck out No, I would never here. sell my own kids. No way. Well, you're, Come they, on. Aren't, they aren't old enough yet. Trust no, me, wait yeah, five no. or six years. We do not. We do not condone that talk. We do not find it funny. We disavow you. Johnny, write this time down. Johnny, write this time down. Johnny, write this time down, please. Johnny, write this time down. Uh-huh. <laughs> Howie, tell us about this exchange that we'd love for our listeners to sign up for. Yeah, go to Trade Aries, TradeAries.com. You can buy options. You can buy bonds, stocks, set up an IRA. You can do anything you want on there. You can sell commodities. Um, and what is it? What do they do? What is our, our promo code? It's, uh, what is it, Johnny? Trade Aries slash uh, Cash Daddies? I believe it is. Yes, sir. I'm going to yeah. confirm What's that in just a moment. On that? 
let me see i got no it's in Put every it up, it's, it's in the it's in every episode's description yeah. but let me just go back to one right here description below and and I can confirm, it is it is tradearies.com slash cash daddies tradearies.com slash cash daddies trade how do you spell aries it is t-r-a-d-e-a-r-i-e-s dot com slash cash daddies get that hundred dollar bonus so how is your dollar bonus Besides getting your ass handed to you on an Iran back to you treasonous fuck. Besides yeah, that. I bet 10 bucks. It would have been 10 to win 140. I don't know shit about soccer, man. I just, <laughs> I've watched it maybe three times in my life. We figured that. Uh, the thing that's so funny about soccer is like, it makes me laugh. Everyone's like, baseball's too slow. Nothing happens. And then like, everyone's perfectly fine with a 0-0 game in soccer. Dude, we got a point. Yeah, one point. One guy so bounces off some guy's nuts and goes in a net. You can't say, though, that the last, like, 30 minutes of that game weren't electric, though, watching and hoping they don't score. Electric in the way I wanted to put my finger in a fucking socket? That kind of Dude, that yeah, I almost fell asleep, Johnny. Please stop. Please. I almost fell asleep. That might be something you should look into, like hormone imbalance yeah. or something. Yeah, it nah, sounds man. like it sounds nah. like You got low T, Howie? You got low no, T, no, brother. No, I don't I don't know anyone that's watched soccer and just like, wow, look at that. You accept like 90% of the world <laughs> that watches yeah. soccer. Oh, yeah. Everybody soccer. It's, it's always been, it's a beautiful sport. I give third world countries, you know, you, you, you can't afford anything else but a little ball. And uh, you play on, you know, sand floors or whatever, dirt, whatever it is. Um, yeah, I guess it's good. But you love basketball where they take a little ball and basically do the same thing, but they put it in a smaller hole. Yeah, because it takes more skill. You, you just said what? it. You just said it. You thank you, Sam. You put it in a smaller hole. That's right. Yeah, but it's and the you same do it thing. over and over. There's physicality. You can hit people. You can knock people down. You can defend. You can rebound. When you get hit, you don't lie down. You don't cry for three days. There's you don't physicality. fucking cry. For what three are you talking days. about? There's physicality. These guys are running nonstop. You just saw a guy. He looked like he his sternum was crushed. It had to go off. Jesus he came out and played 15 Christ. minutes with a crushed sternum. Yeah, it crushed sternum. Yeah, because another guy blew on him. Get the fuck out of it. That was the worst. I mean, the guy from Iran fell down screaming. I'm like, wow, he must have really fucked himself up. I didn't see it. I didn't see anything happen. I get this, Howie. This is the first time you've watched soccer. Is that it? it? (laughs) Okay, so you're you're still affected by the theater of stupid. That it is is like the '90s jokes that comedians used to tell about soccer. You know, like, oh, these guys are just falling down all the time. I don't get it. What? I don't either. Falling down. It's not a joke. I watched it happen. Guy from Amarain fell down. No one heard him. He lay there. He was screaming. Yeah, what is off? What is offsides mean? He's screaming. He's going crazy. All of a sudden, he, he gets up. Ball. He gets up, lowers his shoulder, and walks off. I'm okay, guys. I'm okay. Look, man, you scream in any situation. When you if you get hit, you scream and you bounce back in three minutes. You should deserve thirty seconds of a beating by three people. You just get. <laughs> You just get uh, absolutely like let into the gang with a fucking beating because hey, you screamed, you screamed. It sounds like it hurt. Now you, you just thirty second beating is what you, they should. They should. By the way, how he's saying this? How he's the guy that just said Iran's gonna go and get stoned to death because they're barbarians, and then you're like you should beat up guys who do gay theater on soccer fields. Yes. Yes. Logical holes here, Howie. Got some logical holes in your argument, dude. If anyone's got a logical hole, it is Howie. Hey, Howie, how's your week? Besides the Iran bet, 
It was a good week, man. It was an awesome week. We had Thanksgiving. The readers are all in a contest right now where everybody picked a stock. It started at 9.30 on Monday, uh, December 31st. Whosoever stock has the most appreciation, they get fired off a T-shirt, man. That's what it is. It is what it is. We got guys in there battling. We got fucking name calling. It's good. It's a good contest. It's good. I love it. Oh. I love it. The readers are on board. We had a good week, too. We made a couple moves. Uh, Friday, while everybody was sleeping, everybody was, like, sleeping, uh, Howie was actively looking at the VIX at an all-time low down the 20s. And what did we do? What did we buy? We bought the SDOW. That means we hope that the market goes down. We want things to get really bad. We want things to tank because when it does, we bang fatties. And we're up about 5% in it already. So fucking we're cranking over here in the Patreon, baby. Damn, Howie, you're fire, bro. You're fucking fire. I love it. Cranking. So, Johnny, how was your week? Did you get anything? Uh, not really. No, I was traveling this week. I was mostly uh, chilling out on the farm. I got into some uh, killer brisket. Did a long smoke on an offset smoker. Overnight, spent all night tending the fire. Came out with a beautiful meteorite looking brisket and it was delicious had it the next day fantastic were you, wa were you watching soccer while you did all this no 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 actually i was uh talking to my girlfriend on facetime she showed me her titties damn that's good technology. when you can get to do that that's technology how you do it. technology yeah. Either her or her or her mother who's ever there it's a good thing it's her mother's got great tits too but easy easy oh, sorry, how sorry. dare you Sorry, I was a little too excited about America right there. And I got a little <laughs> America, moms and tits. What, what do you guys think about. about Apple threatening, according to Elon, to withhold Twitter from the App Store? Let's talk about this because this is huge. Uh, you know, you talk about wars all over the country. You know, Russia, Ukraine, China, what's going on in North Korea? The biggest war about to start and they're lining up on both sides. It's Elon versus Apple. And, and they're about to go to war, man. And Elon's got balls because I think he could seriously fuck himself quickly. That, yeah. That's what it looks like. You don't mess with Apple. Apple's got Apple's got Apple's like if North Korea was going to go to war with the United States. That's kind of what Apple's like versus Tesla versus. Uh, well, they could Tesla. just flip a switch and most of his business is gone. And they want a lot of it. Already, people, people don't realize Johnny's got a point. If, if Apple decided to just toss them as an app, bye-bye, they're fucking fucked. What do they yeah. do? Yeah. They've already lost the advertising from, from most of Apple. Um, they've lost a bunch of other advertisers, which leads me to believe, how are they going to make money? So, you know, I, I think I think Eli's playing with fire here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What are we doing there? That sounds like another podcast. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, Howie totally, man. It's I it's and I, I hope I hope he's staying on the right side of the line. I, I gotta assume he knows what he's doing because he knows how he he knows how devastating that would be to Twitter's business for them to get pulled out of the app store. But it is to me, this is also disappointing that in I'm disappointed with Apple that they would because what I I don't they they won't according to him, they have Johnny loves why. Apple. Johnny they, loves Apple. But it's all it's it's all to this, Johnny. It's all according to Apple, it's all about content moderation. And they're basically like, Elon, 
are you doing a good job in moderating all your content? Because, you know, since you've let all of the freedom in, Apple is saying, you know, this many racist tweets have gone out. This much has happened. So you, it's a he says, she says kind of thing. Um, and now you got uh, Elon came out and basically said everybody gets their old uh, account restored, I guess, as long as they don't have a felony or some fucking crazy shit. So, you know, you got guys like Sam's going to have 55 uh, Twitter accounts now. Yeah. Uh, Sam's going to be tweeting, you know, uh, Asian people like just walking down the street, fucking doing a death spiral, dying. And it's it's going to be awesome. And I'm down for that. I, I mean, oh I, have, I have no problem. I, I seriously, my philosophy on this freedom of speech is if you are dumb enough not to figure out maybe what's real, what could be real, what isn't real. Hey man, I mean, you're going to fuck other things up in life too. So I do like, I do like the fact that Elon is letting it go. But on the other hand, like Johnny said, you got Apple and you got the big guns over there. And I think, what was it? The, uh, the CFO or somebody today took their Twitter account off. Oh, that was Phil Schiller. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, a, he's a big yeah. shit at what, uh, Apple. Yeah. What does that represent? Don't you know. know, I didn't realize how big it was. And I'm like, so what? The guy took his Twitter off. But they're saying that's huge because he's actually a big, big guy over. Oh, at Phil Apple. Schiller, yeah. I mean, he's I mean, he's and, he was right under Steve Jobs in their organization, the structure there for forever. And now he's right under Tim it, Cook. He's, basically, they're saying by him doing that, that's kind of a first start of a battle. It's, That's it's a sign of, of uh, trouble. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of the f- first thing to say to Elon. Yeah, you fucked up. You shouldn't have done that. Now I'm pulling my eye. Let's see who else does. It's and, and I mean, this thing is definitely bigger than I thought it would be. Um, and the other thing, too, is, you know, Elon's bitching because Johnny will tell you for every app that you have on there. Apple's like the mafia. They really are. They, they really are. Johnny, they charge what that 15 20, 30% fee. 30%, no matter yeah, shadow fee. Yeah. Every single month, Sam, you got an app. Apple says, Thank you. We like it. Fuck you, pay me. You had a bad week? Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, Company's yeah, going yeah. bankrupt. Fuck, Fuck you, pay you, me. Pay me. I love that movie. I mean, yeah, they have to pay Apple this 15 to 30% fee. And Elon's bitching about it. Now, does he have a point? Probably. He probably does. Does it matter? No, because they're the fucking mafia. Apple can do whatever they want to. So this whole thing is getting real interesting, man. It's uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, Elon's definitely fighting. He's kind of instigated this thing. But like some of these experts say, if Apple wants to, like Johnny said, they could end it. Apple could end it. They could end him. I mean, and that sets a, a very dangerous precedence for Apple. And that puts Apple under a giant microscope, in my humble opinion. And I think it's like, a. I think they're really setting themselves up for a giant blowback backlash. And uh, they could do it. And by the way, if this was another podcast, there's a part of me that thinks this is a lesson being pushed on everyone going... Even the richest guy in the world better play ball or else we'll get rid of him. Now, can I say one thing? They did this with Uber before when Uber was stealing, was spying on people through their app. And they came and said, hey, we're going to take, take it out of the app store. They went and had a meeting and, and, and they had already started the process. 
and they still didn't do it. And they were literally spying on people in the Uber like, app. Hold on. So is it Alex Jones they have a problem with? Like, who who are these people? Well, I'll give you some examples because Elon tweeted out, hey, has anybody else had problems like this? And some, a couple of, a bu- actually a bunch of people responded. And one guy, he had like a video app that was meant to compete with YouTube. And some of the examples of things that Apple said that they had to fix was like some of the thumbnails that people were uploading had like Pepe the Frog in it. Like oh. it was that level of shit. Like just the thumbnail had Pepe, which some people find offensive was the quote from the Apple guy in the app store responding. So, I mean, that's what we're talking about here, dude. It's the wall garden approach that Apple has. I mean, they they have pull. That company has a ton of power. And so, you know, while we're on the subject, let's talk about what the hell's going on in China because that has to do with Apple. So you 100%. saw you saw the riots over at the, you know, and it, it finally got to a point, and this thing is so complicated. It got to a point where, you know, the Chinese people were like, you know, fuck you. You can't just come up and take my phone. And that's what the police were doing. Give me your phone. Uh, are you on uh, Instagram? Are you on Facebook? Are you on? And if you are, who knows where they take you? <laughs> they take you somewhere. They don't, you don't find you again. Yeah, I agree. So, people were going ape shit in the streets because they did shut down the Apple factory. Um, you know, and that's, that has to do with the economy. That has to do with these people making money. They went ballistic. Making no money on top of that, though. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, those people were going ballistic over there. But, you know, the whole time this is going on, I'm looking at one thing. I hear all the negative news yesterday on China. They're shutting down. They're blocking down. And all of a sudden, I look at where I suggested buying a month ago, K-Web, K-W-E-B, which is basically the Chinese economy. It's all those companies like Alibaba, uh, uh, Locked in Coffee, all those companies. And I see, Sam, the fucking ETF, the stock, K-W-E-B, it's up 7%. So I'm thinking, okay, China's shutting down. The world's coming to an end. Why the fuck is this up? You want to know why it's up? Because the stock market knows. The stock market always knows they're never wrong. They knew that the next day they would come out and say, you know what? We're going to lax restrictions. We're going to try to move ahead without this. We're going to try to do it. And that's what happened today, man. If you bought that K-Web one month ago at 18 bucks a share, it's at 2660 today. So what that tells you is you don't always trust the media and everything that's going on over there. It's not as bad as it looks. Otherwise, that fucking market wouldn't be going up. It'd be going down. You know what, dude? You just bring up a really great point. This is something I talked about with Brian Callen about. All this stuff we're seeing, like the, within the like the conspiracy community, there's both liberal and, well, I should say more the truth community, right? The truth community. There's liberal to progressive, and then there's conservative to like religious extremists, right? Which is fine, the, the whole spectrum. If you go to the progressive side or the liberal socialist side, a lot of them will tell you, that a lot of stuff coming out in the United States about China is military industrial complex propaganda. And that they're trying to demonize the Chinese government and get the, the United States people against the Chinese government to basically facilitate a world war if necessary at some point, a trade war or something like that. But I know that's like something you're not into. That's very, that's very, very advanced stuff that 
people like well, you. that's what you're saying's been going on for 30 years. I mean, that's the, 30 years. The point is, like, they, a lot of people agree with what you're saying that it's not what. And I have like the guy who does my website, great guy. He talks about how when he he was in China when he started developing my stuff. He's like, dude, this isn't. It's not what you guys think. And then I've had fans on Twitter go, dude, I live in blah, 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 blah. It's not what you think. And I go, oh, okay, interesting, dude, interesting. Well, here's what, you know, it comes down to me common sense. You know, I'm looking in November, Alibaba, JDD.com, Tennyson. These things are all up 30% in, in, in the last month. And you look at China and what? They have, what, 20 cities larger than New York and L.A. combined? I mean, look how big that fucking country is. So when I look and I see a riot and there's two, three thousand people going fucking crazy, I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't really think it's as bad as what the media is saying. And then I look at the stock market and their market has had the best month. November was the best month in probably a year. And I'm saying to myself, fuck this. I need to be buying some of that shit. K-Web. It's the best month they've had all year long. So you're going to tell me things are that bad over there? I don't think so. Super interesting, bro. Yeah. I don't hey, think so. Howie, can I ask you a question real quick before we go to the guest uh, who should be joining us any minute here? Um, I, I saw a story today that says that the new I-bonds, 6.89%, will beat the old I-bonds, which were 9.62% in just four years. Can you explain what that means? I don't quite understand that. You know what? I glanced. That's funny you say that. I glanced over that today. Uh, and what I think that means is that uh, is the 6.8 percent or whatever right now, they're they're basically factoring in the interest rates are going to drop, Johnny. If we're looking out oh, four years, we're looking out four years. They're they're saying that, OK, rates are going to go up another half is, uh, basis point this month. But then uh over the next few quarters they're going to start to drop again so they're saying that six point whatever percent it's going to be solid because hey in a year from now those i bonds might be paying three and a half or four interesting okay uh what do you think about i bonds you, you still like those love them man i mean you know you gotta like something so much why don't you marry them boom come on hey. dude. i'm killing it when you uh yeah it was fucking amazing amazing Bounce back joke right there. Thank you, dude. Bounce back joke. Thank you, bro. I haven't heard that one since fucking what? Uh, the bicentennial. Wish, wish the American right, soccer. Right. Wish the American soccer team had finishers like that. Because damn, oh, we could yeah. some more goals there. Oh, I, I am winning. So I love I bonds because, and I just answered a question. Somebody said, "Hey, do, do, do you think they're a, a good return? Save it. Look, anything where the government only allows you to toss in ten grand, there's a reason." Because it's a good <laughs> yeah. deal. It's like you the IRAs, right? Yeah. I don't care who you are, what tag you can't put more than ten grand in. So yeah, it's a hell of a deal. Um, if you got ten grand, you want to put for six months, you want to get over six percent, and it's 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 fully, it's not going to move. It's fully insured. Um, there's no risk. You're getting that money back. So yeah, love it. Think See, I was I was between I bonds and hex. I just couldn't quite decide which way to go. So I, I think I'm leaning toward I bonds now, Howie, because of what you just said. How's Hex doing, by the way? Didn't it just, just it's like in the Dude, Hex, Hex is Hex. Here's like why Hex is up. And it's, and it's getting funnier every day because Dickie Hart comes out every day and he's like, You guys owe me an apology. I was yeah. right. I told you Bitcoin was going to 15. So he always says this. He says, I told you Bitcoin was going to 15,000. 
So Bitcoin's down like, I don't know, 70% for the year. Hex is down like near 90. But his <laughs> argument is that, but it was up 10,000%. Yeah, but it was up 10,000% yeah, from nothing. You know what yeah, I mean? When I started my Ponzi scheme, uh, it went up 37,000%. So what if it's down 90 in a year? And it's it just cracks me up, the level of idiocy. But I think it's getting less. If you look, there's less and less people. There's a couple bimbos on there that are like, you need to listen to Dickie. Dickie knows best. I swear, it's 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 fucking comedy. It's comedy. By, by the way, we would love bimbos to listen to this show if it's at all possible. Yeah, we could, we'd like to get some guests is here, by the way. Yeah, okay. we got smart chicks that listen to this show. We do got, got if they are bimbos, we still love them. Yeah. Can we bring him in? Yeah, bring him in. All right, All right guys, we're gonna jump to our uh our guest and uh yeah, enjoy this interview. All right, guys, we'll tell you about our friends over there at Copy My Crypto and our good friend James McMahon, everybody. That's right. Guys, we've seen so many people make ridiculous money from crypto, but did you know it's easy for you to do the same? The copy my crypto membership site shows you the coins that youtuber james mcmahon personally holds and allows you to copy them it's like having a big brother who knows what he's doing you don't need to know a thing about crypto or how to invest as you simply do as he does so let me tell you more about james he runs crypto with james youtube channel which despite heavy censorship has over 26,000 subscribers since march 2020, he's told his viewers to buy 26 crypto coins. Had you put $100 into each, it went on to be worth $123,000. All of the 26 coins, his top pick of the year called Phantom went up 692 times from what when he said. That's one call, that one call alone has retired a number of people, including guys in their 20s and 30s. Remember, this is public knowledge. You you can go to YouTube and verify this yourself. If you'd like to join the 2,800 members who copy James, then stop what you're doing and head over to copymycrypto.com slash Sam. That's copymycrypto forward slash Sam. That's S-A-M. You'll find the proof of everything we've said, but my listeners get full access for just $1. Once again, that's copymycrypto.com slash Sam. The recession is here, guys. You can suffer like everyone else or choose to thrive. James is the real deal. Go visit the site now. Very excited to uh, have this next guest on. I have, uh, I'm an affiliate program with him and his wise wolf, uh, gold and silver. Very excited to have him on. We'll talk some precious metals. Please welcome Tony Arterburn. How are you, buddy? Doing great, Sam. Great to be back. I feel like legally, I have to say I'm working with you, right? Isn't that like what I have to do legally? I have to put it out there, let the kids know. Yeah, it's a disclaimer. Yeah, you know, disclaimers. How are you, buddy? How are your books behind you? Have you read all those books? <laughs> no, I have not read all my books. No, but I um, a great deal of them I have. I, a lot of them I had in uh, places like Afghanistan and Iraq, and they've traveled uh, through time to be here on the show today. Respect, brother. Respect. Uh, any thoughts on the U.S. team winning in the World Cup? Oh, I did they did they win? Okay, I didn't. Yeah, they, they won, dude. They got yeah, one. All right, they well. won. Treason is Howie over there. Put money down on Iran. 
I only bet I ran when we were up one nothing because the odds were plus fourteen hundred. And listen, man, we're not a soccer. We're not a soccer uh, country. We got our well, evidently kids. neither are they. Yeah, yeah. Oh, burn, dude! Why don't you marry it? So we're living in crazy times, Tony. Uh I don't know if it's getting better. It's getting worse. It's or stagnant. I don't know. You know, I, I'm trying to pull myself out of the loose jacking haunted house. Uh, what are your thoughts on the world we live in financially? Well, we're on the precipice of massive change, I believe, Sam. I, I'm looking at uh, the emerging power of the BRICS nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, now adding Saudi Arabia, which you would think that would have been a massive story in the mainstream media that Saudi Arabia is joining the BRICS nations, but uh, no one really talked about it. And that's, of course, the petrodollar. This is all a currency uh, re-evaluation, in my opinion. And that's uh, all these forces in different nation states are vying for who's going to control the, the new world order, in my opinion. Oh, my God. You know, it's just, it's like, so, you know, like, even when you go back to this kind of this, this soccer game today, right? And it's just like, you know, there's so much political stuff going on between the two countries and you know the players are just people and they want to play a game and you know what the united states has done to the rest of the world is really disgusting uh how he likes to profit off it but the rest of us have a real <laughs> problem um you know but it just sucks that there's going to be a blowback to what the globalist the the international monetary uh, banks have done to the world and the u.s is going to be take probably a big big blunt to that what do you think yeah the united states and the west in general is about five percent of the world's population i'm referring only to the u.s but our dominance the hegemonic dominance of the dollar has been there since the end of world war ii since Bretton woods in 1944 but if you look at the timeline sam you go to 1971 and richard nixon take us off the gold standard gold was 35 dollars an ounce uh, a lot of people uh, assume that prices have gone up, that assets have gone up. And really what's happened is you're looking at a devaluation over a long period of time. And so the, the future is unfortunately not with the U.S. unless we have massive political change and we go back to first principles. And I don't see that happening right now. I think the, well, you know, we covered an alternative media, just the absolute clown show that is uh, and dystopia that is our political system um, no one seems to be coming to our aid as far as anybody who has any control to, to reset the u.s on good footing so now i'm not optimistic there um I, I see our markets as a reflection of fake uh, if you go to uh you know the creation of fiat currency which means by decree uh, all other things that stem from it whether you're you know fake politicians fake wars uh, everything is fake fake news and so I, I think we're reaching what I would call a, a reckoning day. And uh, this is going to be, I think, very tumultuous. There's going to be a lot of turbulence. People need to understand that uh, normalcy bias is going to get you in trouble. Let me ask you this. I Because th I think the last time we had you on the show, we talked about, you know, fiat currency. We talked about gold and silver. Um I think from the last time we had the, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think gold's down, silver's down more, but gold's down maybe seven, eight percent from the last time we had you on the show. And maybe. with that being said, 
uh, this month is the best month gold gold has had probably in years. I mean, you know, shit, I think gold's up about 10% this month because it was so low. Um, now, you take a look at gold. Gold and silver were trading higher than they are now in 2011, 2012. Where do you see gold, silver, or, or, or now let's talk about silver. Silver sucked. Let's talk about gold. Where do you see gold going from here? Well, first of all, it's good to see you again, Howie. And you've been killing it, by the way. I, I watched the show, and uh, I know your predictions. You've done a great job at that, and I follow you. So uh, it's good, good to see you again, my friend. Yeah, gold is down since the last time we talked because uh, being in the business that I'm in, in precious metals, I can see firsthand that gold and silver aren't subject to regular economics anymore. Um, if the demand is crazy, I'll just give you an example. In the beginning of 2021, and I think I talked about this last time I was on the show, but it just is so over. It sticks in my mind because it was the day that the Reddit Raiders and the Wall Street Bets people wanted to get people to buy physical silver to drive the price up. So they got everybody on these message boards and it was cleaned out all these dealers and nobody could find any silver. And the next day, the price went down. I now, know. <laughs> nobody could find it. That's because the bullion houses and the central banks, I believe, coordinate. There's no way to really prove this, but they sold off 1.5 the annual supply of silver in one day, which, again, was paper contracts. So yeah. silver and gold aren't really subject to I can tell you right now I'm putting trades in all, all day long and I'm having a hard time getting supply on physical metals but i'll look in the you know spot price i'll go to goldprice.org or something and i'll see that it's a whole sea of red and everything's going down and that's at the at the times when i can find the least amount of, of metal is when the price goes down that's um, crazy dude that's not how economics works and it's not supposed uh, to work that way it should be the opposite right it should be the opposite but there, there's a, such a manipulation and there's so many layers to it uh, I don't want to try to, to explain that, but it, again, it behooves the powers that be in the West to keep gold low. Another thing that happened since we spoke last was the escalation with the war in Ukraine and uh, the sanctions that were placed on Russia. And we, you know, we talked, I think, briefly about how I thought it was going to profit uh, Vladimir Putin and it ended up doing that. And of course, we had the whole phrase, uh, it's Putin's price hike, it's Putin's price hike. No, I mean, it's uh, it's Biden's price hike on the American people that all those sanctions blew back on us. And so I, I'm looking at um, I'm looking at the future for any kind of real price moves in gold. Uh, you, you see all these firms like I think it was like Citigroup back in 2020. Howie, they were talking about three thousand dollar gold easy because yeah. that's what the projections where they knew that they had to print about six trillion dollars to to float uh, covid. And uh, to you know the the beginning of the of 2020, they were printing a massive amount of uh, of U.S. dollars. So that was just the projection. So um, again, you know what what was it? August 2020, gold hit uh, 2050 some odd, and then I think when I was on with you, it it, it I think eclipsed that. We're yeah. really close to it. So uh, it shouldn't be. Uh, right now, I'm looking at gold on my screen, 1,749 Luciferian bankster notes make a troy ounce of gold. So uh, I, I just don't I don't understand why it, it is what it is. But countries are massively uh, purchasing and central banks. Ali. Look, the Chinese, there was a there was an article up on Zero Hedge about about a week ago. And somebody was trying to figure out who's this mystery buyer that bought 300 tons of gold. And they were just sourcing, sourcing, trying to figure out who it was. It was the Chinese. And uh, they, again, just buying it anonymously, they've broken all the records. 
in the last uh, 24 months of gold being ordered by central banks around the globe. So again, I don't know where the price is going. Um, I, I want to be bullish because I believe like if I have extra cash, I'm going to put it into gold or silver. I just know it. I know that I can. Which one do you prefer, gold or silver? Depends on the amount. Uh, gold is a great store of wealth. If, if you have a couple hundred thousand dollars, you don't want to go try to and you need to be mobile. You don't want to put that in silver. That's kind I, I fucking hate silver. I, I just uh, I've been following up for 30 years. Where it did makes, it touch you? It makes no sense. <laughs> Like, like when you think it's going up, it goes down. You think it's going down. It just, there's no rhyme or reason to how this shit trades. You can never tell who's buying it, where the hell it's stored. I mean, I, at least with gold, you know, and I, I always tell everybody have five, 8% of gold in your portfolio because, you know, we, we get a crash, we get a 20% correction. Gold's not going anywhere. If anything, it might go up. Um, and if you look at gold right now, I mean, I'm looking at the 10-year chart, and it's a weird, weird chart. But I will tell you this. It really looks like back in March 30th of 2020, it kind of, where it was, it, it looks like it kind of found a base. And within the past 30 days, it's moved up. And I personally, I think it's probably got another 10 15% rise here over the next six months to a year. That's just what it looks like. I don't think you're wrong at all. I think there's a lot of room uh, for it to get back into the 2000 range. Yeah. It wouldn't take much to get there. Um, and again, that would, I think would depend a lot of what happens geopolitically. Uh, I think it's, uh, there's a lot of unknowns right now and, and gold is going to respond to how the markets respond to the, to the unknowns. And so um, again, I, I agree with you. I, I think I'm bullish on gold in, in long and short term, as far as like getting 10, 15% rises, I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't disagree with that. Don't you think? I mean, I think these interest rate hikes certainly help it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they help it. And you should, uh, the the back office and looking at the supply and looking at uh, the type of transactions that I'm doing now really tells me everything. Um, I think in the first couple, three years of my business, I didn't do one IRA rollover. And now I'm doing 10 a week. And so it's just a lot of people taking 401ks, IRAs and saying, look, I'm going to put this into physical metals. And again, that hurts you. It's, it's funny because if you buy physical metals for your IRA, um, the, the IRA company is going to look at your assets and, and base it on spot price. But unfortunately, you have to buy it at premium. So it looks like you lost a bunch, but you really didn't when you're looking at your portfolio. I'm, I'm just seeing that happen uh, more and more. And I, I know that there's going to be even greater shifts out of uh, out of the paper markets into the metals markets. And that's why I'm here. What about, you know, you, you just talked about IRAs and you can put physical, you can put physical anything metals in your IRA. But, you know, I have people, myself included, who, you know, in my IRA, I have, uh, I have GLD. It's a gold ETF. And, but it's based off of, it, it pretty much trades identical to what gold is doing. Um, and I know a lot of the big money managers, that's what they also use. They put their, they, they, whether it's AU, GLD, SLV, they'll use these to put their, their, their clients into those metals versus the actual, uh, the actual concrete metal. I mean, what do you think of that? I mean, you're probably, as far as ETFs versus the actual physical gold. Well, the problem with, 
ETFs, in my opinion, is verification. You know, the London Bullion Exchange is the one who's dominated this for what, over 200 years. And so um, looking at what actual supply versus price, I don't know. I know that if you cash out GLD, they send you fiat currency. They don't send you a gold coin. Same right. thing, the, the Shanghai Gold Exchange. I mean, you look at the lockdowns in China and how the, that government is run. I mean, are you, just, did they really have the goal? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I like physical. There's absolutely nothing. I mean, the, the, the strategies that you're picking, Howie, and what you're doing, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not my game. It's not what I do. I'm you're a little, buying the actual physical. I have to. That's that's just really what I that's Again, that's the business that I'm in, and that's what I believe in. And so sure. I, 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 there's nothing wrong with GLD uh, on the face of it, but just be prepared. In my opinion, I think that the game being played right now is um, good to look at Russia. They uh, about six months ago and maybe a little bit more than that, they said that we don't accept U.S. dollars anymore. They're candy wrappers to us. And I thought, Damn. wow, they don't accept U.S. dollars. Um, and they again, they're this massive amount of oil exports. And that's the petrodollar. There's a, there's something about to shift. And I, it may not be tomorrow or the next six months, but I, other countries are preparing for it. So you be prepared also for, again, a, a price change in, in a reflection on what gold's value actually is. Yeah, I mean, you make a point, but of course, Russia's not accepting most shit now because, I mean, you could you could go to Russia with the American dollar and pretty much, you know, buy out a whole entire town. Uh, it's just nothing's worth shit over there right now. And, you know, I'm glad, luckily, we've seen the dollar weakening a little bit over the past, thank God, because it, it got to the point where, you know, you don't want a dollar that strong because then it fucks up the exports and everything. And, uh, and it, it got to a point where I think it was making the street a little nervous. Uh, I, I'm not going to give reasons for why I think the dollars dropped quickly, but I think overall it is good for the economy and the stock market right now. You don't want a dollar that strong. That's true. A lot of the dollars psychological. And I, I say this on my show all the time. I talk about how the 80% of all the hundred dollar bills in paper that were ever made are outside of the continental United States. You know, it's the world's reserve currency for now. That's what keeps the Ponzi scheme going with fiat currency with this. I mean, there's no fiscal responsibility whatsoever. You know this, Howie. I was looking at yeah. the, the timeline. Uh, you know, in, in 1963, when the deep state murdered JFK, the, the debt of the U.S. was only $312 billion. <laughs> and I had to read that a few times. But by the end of the 60s, it was 400. By the end of the 70s, it was 900. And again, we're close to $30 trillion, uh, in debt, if not. I don't even understand that. that what a zillion right now. You got to like it up near Gramercy Park in New York City. They you, That's where they have the the digital, the 15 numbers, and they just keep clicking and clicking and clicking every day. It's an unsustainable path. Yeah, but it's, you know, I, I want to say something like, what, 90% of the world uses the greenback? I mean, I don't care where you are. That's that's where it is. It's, uh, I don't know. What's the end game for the national debt, though? Is, is it, because, you know, I mean, there's a whole segment There's most, no of, most of the government thinks that it's a meaningless number at this point it is you think it is it too is. huh you think the national debt is a meaningless number I, the, the deficit I, and the national yeah. debt so, so you think there's no advantage to, to to starting to pay that down i mean you gotta remember something it's not just us if it's very complicated it's not just the united states yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. owing china or yeah, whatever yeah. it's how many fucking countries are what we're never seeing that money how many countries uh i mean hundreds 
that we've just what do you think i'm curious what you think about that sam do you think the national debt is is a meaningless number well uh it's it it means something because it devalues our dollar right i mean the more the more debt we're in the more money they issue the 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 more money is out there the less value your dollar has it's just the way it is so in that fact yeah it does now within their ecosystem they're just right money so i mean to them it doesn't mean shit but to us it's like like i've said in the show and my other shows it's like people think 80 grand in their ba- bank account it means 80 grand it, it, it the number does but the value no it's it's not the value of five years ago 10 years ago and 20 years ago it's a much different value see the problem is they look at their fiat money they see a set number and the all the shit in the world can happen in the it, 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 everything in the world could go crazy. They look at the bank account; it still says eighty grand, right? But when they go, like, say, cryptocurrency or or even gold, right? We look at gold, and you go, you look at the value, and it goes down. You're like, oh my god, I'm losing all this money. No, dude, you're losing money in your bank account as well. It's just that's the trick. It's a trick. And that's why it means something. But within their ecosystem, it means nothing because they're just going to keep printing money. But but it's just crazy because everyone thinks this is about money and power, everything they're doing. They can print their own money. They don't need our money. They can print whatever they want. They can just grab this piece of paper and go, here's a billion dollars. You're like, I got a billion dollars. It doesn't mean anything. It just doesn't change. The value of a house has gone up only because the value of your dollar has gone down. That's why. Right. Uh, the value of the dollar hasn't not compared to a they're all relative, man. The a value of a house and the value of a dollar, that's the same thing. Exact same thing. Like I, I, I wanted to go buy a house. I gotta put a certain a percentage down to buy that that house. Um obviously with interest rates going up, now I gotta put twice as much up. That's what we're saying. But I'm, I, I think the value of a house, whether it's the value you know, of a dollar, is not what it was before. How no. when you go that's by supply, bro, that's inflation. That's inflation. That's inflation. If you can only get one chick, right, in your life, that one chick is the greatest chick in the world. You will do everything. If you got a billion chicks, what do you give a shit at that point, right? I mean, it's just the way it is, man. I mean, it's well, just, I wouldn't want a billion, but five or six that were all tens. At that, yeah, that right? But that even great. even five or six <laughs> tens don't have the value of one ten. No, that would be fifty. They got way more value. <laughs> I think what the key that to, eye you're doing, by the way, what is that weird eye? The hell are you weird. talking about? Uh, listen, here, Tony. Here's a question. We're, we're talking about gold and silver. Give us a rundown of copper right now. Because, you know, a few years ago, copper had huge valuation because none of the air conditioners in New York City were working because all the copper was getting stolen out of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, meth heads love to steal copper for a reason, right? Yeah. You can go you can go sell it. Uh, I actually carry a little bit of copper uh, here in the shop. I, I bought uh, some bars about a year or so ago and just stack them up. I give them away, uh, put them in the uh, I've got a membership program now called Wolfpack. And so a lot of people just do a membership, a monthly membership for gold and silver, and I'll throw some copper in there. I haven't checked the price in a while. How, how is copper doing? I, I I don't get a lot of orders for it, but it is on the exchange. You can get physical copper just like you can get gold and silver. 
I was looking at it. Uh, I think it's done pretty much what silver has done. We had a bunch of meth heads come and steal all the copper out of some chicken uh, houses and on the farm one time. Just got, we just woke up one morning and they just stripped all the copper out of the walls. Yeah, Crazy. it's uh same thing. It's uh it's had it's had a hell of a month, man. It's up about ten percent in the last month, just like silver. Yeah. So let me ask you something. Tell I want to know about your your new program you were just talking about. What what is this? Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, I've been wanting to talk to you about it for a while. It's uh it's an idea I had about a year ago. And I thought, well, what if I could put together a, a membership program? We cap it at like 500 a month. It starts at 50. I call it Wolfpack. It's wolfpack.gold. Uh, you can start the Lone Wolf program. It's $50 a month. You can use a credit card. You can use your PayPal. You can use your bank account. Anyway, we draft it. And then I uh, put you in the spreadsheet, put you in the back office, and I buy product for you. It's usually uniform. You get an invoice, and then we show you uh, what you would have paid had you gone to one of the big boys. And uh, it's usually a, a pretty significant savings, even the $50 level. Uh, we're working on getting people into a program where if they wanted to buy gold at 50 bucks a month, I can do that, but you're going to have to let it accumulate for two or three months. And I'm gonna, that's a little bit more of accounting. But yeah, but Wolfpack.gold, Sam, I'm really excited. I've got uh, over 200 members right now. I haven't done really any marketing, but it's guaranteed delivery. What I'm doing is I'm searching and scouring deals. So I'll find like next to me, I'm, I'm next to my left foot here off camera. I've got a monster box of Canadian silver maple leaves, one ounce maple leaves direct from the mint, still got the tag on it. Um, that's going to go to Wolfpack members this month. I bought um, a lot of great fractional gold pieces that, um, you know, if you go to somebody like an Atmex or a JM Bullion, uh, you pay a lot more for. It. And so we just buy them in bulk. And then, you know, it's a once, once a month uh, ship uh, time. Uh, but we had a lot of success, a lot of great feedback, and we've got an exclusive podcast we're going to do for that, and uh, a shopping cart, and all kinds of cool stuff. So yeah, Wolfpack, it's again, and and you can put in uh, promo code stamp. Uh, so let me get, let me ask this. So then, uh, let's say I want to go at your value, your top. It's it, it, it's it's capped at five hundred, and every month you buy me five hundred dollars worth of gold, or silver, or both. Hmm. Yeah, and we show you your invoice. Usually, the so the, the tiers go from the lone wolf. There's a warrior wolf at 125, an alpha wolf at 250, and a wise wolf at 500. And the, the 500 usually gets a little bit of gold in there, but it's a split. And uh, we show you on your invoice what you bought, what your credit card fees were, what your shipping costs were. And usually, you're saving money just doing just doing that alone. But it's guaranteed delivery. And I promise my audience is like, I will cap Wolfpack if I can't get product. But right now we can put a promo code for cash daddies on that. Just sure. a cash daddy one. Absolutely. So anyone listen to this who wants to go through cash daddies, Absolutely. Uh, grab one and uh, we'll put that in our links and we'll add it to our, our stuff. You know, I have an affiliate program with Tim Paul Hap, but I want to keep that separate. And have anyone who want, is a uh, cash daddy can come in and grab, uh, join this. I, I think I'm going to do it. I really like buying um all that stuff so yeah i'm sorry about those beeps i keep turning this shit off i don't know how to do it look i'm such an old guy um but yeah dude i'm down with doing it man oh uh, that'd be great sam yeah it's uh i'm really excited about it. it's a really good program and um, i'm having some success with it and i want to say we can come back to this but i want to say but before we left the debt why does the debt matter the debt matters only when it it references debt to gdp 
that's what you got to look at. I think Howie would probably agree with yeah. me. This is not so, this is something where we have the you know Dick Cheney famously said that the deficits don't matter. Well, they kind of don't as long as your GDP uh, is able to service the debt. But the problem is, you know, in the, in the 60s, it was about 30 percent and the 70s is about 40 percent of uh, GDP to debt ratio. And that stayed pretty steady up until the 2000s. And now we're at one hundred and twenty five percent of GDP to debt. And that yeah, is, the GDP that has is, to be up there. That's no doubt about that. So that I, I wanted to add that. But, uh, you know, I, and I brought some props on too. like we talk about the devaluation of the dollar like this is a, a twenty dollar gold piece. This is from the 1890s. It's called a $20 Liberty. It's one ounce of gold. And that was $20. We didn't have inflation in the 19th century. As a matter of fact, you had a populist movement from William Jennings Bryan and others where you get the allegory of the Wizard of Oz to, to do free silver, to put silver into the economy because the farmers had such a hard dollar. It was, it was deflation. It was deflationary times. So we didn't have inflation. That changed in the 20th century in this $20 gold piece. What, you know, again, was $20 from uh, basically the beginning of the uh, 1800s to 1933 or so. Um, this is now $2,000. That's in real time. You can see when people say that, you know, the Federal Reserve has devalued the dollar by 98%. Um, that's it right there. That's a visual representation of a complete de devaluation. And, and another thing, too, you know, I know you said you hate silver, Howie. I, I it, it has to be frustrating for anybody who's been like really wanting to reap the benefits of silver. I mean, you go back to the Hunt brothers in the 70s, driving the price up. Everybody was everybody was in the silver game. And, uh, you know, you hit 1980 silver hits fifty dollars an ounce, which, by the way, fifty dollars in 1980 is like two hundred dollars today. So in purchasing power and, and again, Buffett tried it in the 90s. There's something wrong with silver. I agree with you. There's something wrong in the way that it's valued. And, and here's another example. So I brought, like, this is a 1986 uh, silver eagle. This is from the U.S. Mint. One ounce of silver. Uh, when this country was founded, the United States of America, ha Alexander Hamilton, along with pretty much everybody else in the world, put gold and silver. They had a ratio. And they'll say, well, the ratio is uh, 16 to 1. That's how we'll list it. It takes 16 ounces of silver to make one ounce of gold. And that's stayed that way for over 150 years. And somewhere around the last 80 years or so, really after World War II, you start to see silver, the ratio goes insane. And, it, and what I mean by that, let's just do the ratio right now. <laughs> it's like if you look at uh, uh, gold at 1750 and you divide that by – 21 is basically 83 ounces to make one ounce of gold it takes 83 ounces to make one uh, of silver to make one ounce of gold again that's from 16 to 1 and history has always shown us that it's been 10 high end 20 never surpassing that the egyptians actually had it one to one so something is wrong in our modern times when you have silver is the, the most thermoconductive metal it's using all the green new deal stuff i mean they're not even mining it right now, really. There has there because it's not it's it's not profitable to put all the infrastructure in and pull it out of the ground. So there's a, it's short in supply. It's used in all the Green New Deal stuff. It's 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 a medicine, by the way. I mean, it's it has healing properties. They use it and it's um, used for like MRSA and some of those um, antibiotic resistant strains of bacteria in hospitals. So again, so, so many uses. Why is the price low? The only thing I can go to is manipulation. 
And again, I can't prove it. I think there's a lot of silver bugs that would agree with me there, but there's something wrong with that. And I, I think that in, in this current reality where we go into revaluation, I think you might see that ratio. And again, let's see this real quick before I let you. It time. was worth, it's trading where it was in 2008, 14 years ago. Doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. So if you do the 16 to one ratio right now, with gold being as low as it is, it makes silver $109. Isn't that crazy? Just something. I, this is the little things I think about. No, I know. It's, uh, I've, been, I've watched it for years, and you'll have little bumps here and there, and you know it'll have a little momentum where it goes up 8%, 10%, and then boom, gets smashed again. Uh, where gold seems to hold the value a little better. It just has. We're living in crazy times. Tony, man, this was a great conversation. Uh, it's You're always a class act when you come on the show. We we were talking about we have to get you on uh, more and more because uh, you bring a lot of value to the show. And we appreciate it. One more time, plug. Uh, you got podcasts. You got website. And one more time, tell them about your program. Oh, thank you so much for having me on, gentlemen. It's, it's always a pleasure. Uh, anytime you need somebody to talk precious metals, uh, I'm happy to jump. We on. should do that on the on the regular. Anytime, anytime. Uh, you can find me. My website is wisewolfgoldandsilver.com. And uh, again, uh, along with the great Sam Tripoli, I'm an alternative media. You can find my podcast. It's uh, the Arterburn Radio Transmission, which is pretty much parapolitics, precious metals, all that good stuff. I'm the co-host of America Unplugged over on Rockfin with Billy Ray Valentine and the legendary Don Jeffries every Saturday. Uh, and of course, Wolfpack.gold, promo code cash daddies. I'll just, I'll plug that in as soon as we get done. Tony, Tony, you're, you're in Missouri. Tony, yes, you're in Missouri. That's right. Branson, Missouri. Got it. Tony Arterman, 2024. That's what we're doing, brother. We're pushing <laughs> product, brother. We're pushing product. Thanks for coming on, Tony. We always appreciate it. And uh, we'll hopefully people will join your wise wolf program. Cause I know I'm going to, and Again, I look forward to uh, talking to you again soon. Thank you, Sam. See you guys. Thank soon. you, brother. I appreciate right. you. Take care. Hey, everybody. I want to tell you about our friends at NetSuite. That's right. 2000, 2008, 2022. When it comes to the economy, those are scary years, okay? Dot-com dot crash, housing crash, and the roller coaster we're going through right now. One thing is certain. It's dangerous. It's a dangerous time to not know your number. But over 31,000 businesses have the confidence and clarity they need because they rely on NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system, okay? NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, and budgeting so you can manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. So how do you prepare for uncertain times? The answer is NetSuite. NetSuite helps you identify rising costs, automate your business processes, and easily see where to save money. That's why 93% of customers say they improve their visibility and control when they upgraded to NetSuite. What are you waiting for? So right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind special financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash cash right now. netsuite.com slash cash. netsuite.com slash cash. That's N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash cash. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Tony, for coming on. Great conversation. Uh, 
check out his program. Check out the link below so that we you can get into that program because I'm going to do it. I'm going to become a Packer. That sounded Fudge weird. Packer. Hey, 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 hey. Anyway, like you're like, I'm going to become one. Yeah, okay. Right. Right. Sure. Sure, buddy. Sure. Not Johnny's cool. on fire. Not sure, cool. All right, man. So, Howie, talk to me. Markets, and then give me a pick. Yeah, man. Listen, it's it was it's gonna be it's a wild week for the markets. Nothing's changing, man. It's like I say, the VIX went down to twenty, which meant the markets were too high. We came in, we bought the SDOW, which is like the SQQQ. We hope that the markets go down. They're definitely headed that way. Uh, 2023 is going to be the same thing. I mean, you cannot buy and hold certain things. You have to take profits. You have to bank fatties. Join the Patreon, man. 20 bucks a month. Are you kidding me? These guys are paying this shit off in one or two trades. So uh, last week was crazy. Big news right now is Elon Musk, not just Twitter, but Tesla, which is down from 300 to 180. Uh, more than that, actually. He's trading at 180. And I got people saying, Howie, do we jump in? Do we buy Tesla yet? No, I don't think you do. I think it's going down to 145, 150. At some point, I will jump in and buy it, but not yet. It's It's got a ways What's to go. What's the feeling there, Howie? Is it that he's maybe taking his eye off the ball a little bit, kind of focusing on Twitter? Is that, is that what the worry is? Or is that, that why he's it's pissing tumbling? off the wrong people. Well, not only that, but listen, there's a few more EV companies out there than just Tesla. And from what I'm reading, they're a lot better, a lot better vehicle. Ford's coming out with some with some monsters. So when you got all that competition and you got EVs that are going to sell at a lower price, what the fuck is going to happen to Tesla? It's going to sell less cars. In the long term, it's going to be less profit. So I think basically the stock valuation is coming back down to probably where it's worth. Uh, I think it's got more to go. I, I would not be buying it yet. Um but, you know, there's a lot of companies right now that are dropping. You know, Apple's down to 142, probably going back to the 130s. Uh, it's a good time to make money, baby. There's finally some good valuations. Um, with that being said, stock I love, I've said it probably every other week. It's at 27 and change, and I'll be putting out a call buy on it very, very soon. But, man, I just love Uber. I love Uber. Uh, everything has dropped. Uber's staying right around 27, 28, 29. Uh, I think that thing is going to bust through 30, and I'm going to be on board for it, baby. I can't wait. Love it. Love you. Love it. I love it. Love it. I love it. It's good. We got Amazon going back to 90. We'll jump on that. Uh, Sam's favorite, Pfizer, 3.5%, 3.24% dividend. Staying right there, 49 that thing's about to jump. They're going to come out with some new uh, drug to give a kid a third arm. You know that's coming. <laughs> Got to jump on it. Jump on, uh -huh. buy it, Sammy. They're going to give kid. They're going to the, the NFL in twenty years is going to be all different. You're going to have guys running four point. You're going to have guys running the forty in about two and a half seconds. I'm telling you. I respect that. <sighs> Big pharmaceutical. We're going to juice those kids up. It's going to be an all new steroid. Give kids extra muscles. It's going to be a beautiful thing. I think they're going to have robotic enhancements. I think it's all going to be robots out there mostly. You imagine that shit like it's it's first and 30 and you're on your one-yard line and you usually see some dude go back and just jack at a 98-yard bullet. <laughs> Those like a, a re, you like arena football, you know, where it's like 50 yards and they're just bouncing it off the, the walls, you know? 
God. Yeah, man. Can't wait. Yeah, I love arena football. That's one of my favorites. Guys, it's just, exciting. You know, it's exciting it, for sure. I, I, I was at one in Albany one time and I saw a dude catch one on the sidelines and literally. Hey, guys, sorry, we had a situation. Uh, technical situation. Technical, the Chinese heard about us talking about their gold shipments. So we <laughs> talk about arena football and I saw a lady get knocked the fuck out. Literally got linebacker head smashed while she was drinking a beer, and it took him twenty minutes to take this lady off in a stretcher. It was awesome. Hold on, was this arena football or lingerie yeah. football? Lorena football, full fledged helmet. Yeah, it was the Albany uh, Firebirds uh, with Antonio. Uh, what's his name's father? Antonio Brown's father. Uh, what they used to call him? Fucking touchdown. What was his name, man? Touchdown, Eddie Brown for the Albany Firebirds. I, I, I literally went to a game one time because we used to play hoops together. And uh, and, and it wasn't him. It was like a tight end. Turned, lowered his head. And I'm not kidding you. Hit this blonde chick in the forehead. And there was blood everywhere. Just drilled her. Oh. That's what you got to like about arena football. That's where you have to uh, domestic violence. All right, guys. <laughs> great episode today. Um, great episode. We're now going to run over to the, to the Patreon. Hope you guys enjoyed this and we will see you soon. Go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash cash daddy.